Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Jersey Boys Podcast right here on the Blogging the Boys Podcast Network, powered by SB Nation. Your host, Dave Sturcio, alongside nationally known comedian Brett Ernst, who's actually, as we record this, in Dallas, ready to rock and roll. He's going to be doing two shows. As you hear this, the shows will have already been a ma- major success. So congratulations yeah. congratulations on the big crowds, Brett. Uh, nice, and of, of course, we're going to have be joined by America's fan Keith Ernst in just a couple minutes as he is battling he's, some L.A. traffic. Yeah, he's stuck in that uh, L.A. traffic. Dude, Dallas is great, man. I'm, it's crazy, too, because you're starting to feel, you know, it, 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 it's bittersweet when the Cowboys start giving you hope because all the, you know, we never abandoned them ever, right. ever. But there are those people now. You, I was in, the, uh, in Vegas and, and you see so many Cowboy jerseys now. You know, because come we out that, the woodwork. Yeah, they they they're starting to come out, peek their head, which is good. But um, I don't know, man. I'm excited for the game Monday night, buddy. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm flying out. Like I said, as we're recording this on Friday, I'm flying out there. We'll be arriving Saturday, going to your comedy show on Saturday night. It's going to be a good time. So as people are listening to this and getting up and waking up on a on a Sunday, um with us at Jersey boys, it is rivalry week, man. We get a great game to go to because of all the announcements already, which they have already announced. Obviously Jimmy Johnson, Drew Pearson, Cliff Harris, all coming there with uh, getting their hall of fame rings. Uh, also in attendance, Troy Aikman, uh, also Michael Irvin, uh, more than likely Emmett Smith. So a lot of the old school Cowboys will be in the house. I know you and I will be there. It's very exciting. I'm very pumped about it. Joining us right now, America's fan, Keith Ernst, who does not have his headphones in. There you go. Puts the headphones in, and there he is. There is America's you know, fan. Did you say Lil Wayne is going to be there as well? I did say Lil Wayne's going to be there as well. I'm not sure. I'm not sure why, but he's going to be there. So, so wait, I mean, we I, got Troy Aikman. Well, we got Jimmy Johnson, Cliff Harris, Charlie Drew, Waters, your boy Drew Pearson, Drew Pearson, Michael Irvin will be there. The Michael original, Irvin. the original playmaker, not Noah uh, Brown. Uh, <laughs> No, the original's uh, Drew Pearson. Thank you very much. Well, I, mean, I don't know if he's the original uh, no, I'm playmaker. And then but... we got uh, Emmett Smith. My dude, that's going to be great. Oh, it's going to be sick. Halftime. And, and then there's Little Wheezy. Little Little Wheezy. And I know for <laughs> a fact. I know for a fact that he's a Packers fan. So like, I really don't know. Maybe like Jerry Jones is like he was hey. a Saints fan. No, no, Lil Wayne's a big Packer fan, dude. He he came up with the song Green and Yellow or whatever. Uh, but yeah, it's weird to see that he's going to be there. But maybe Jerry put no, in no, a personal no, no, call. No. Oh, black and yellow was for the Steelers. Correct. And he made, and green, he made and green and yellow. Because I, I just remember that one song where he's like, Reggie Bush. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. But uh, I don't know. I, I, again, Yo, not a right, clue. Speaking of people being at games, I was at the Charger game. Yeah, bro. Weekend. What a game. That huh? stadium is gorgeous. Let me tell you, it's awesome. It's All really, right. really cool. I have to say, though, have you been to Jerry World? Of course. Okay. So what do, you, yeah. what, do you like, what do you like better? Well, why don't you let him finish, Dave? 
Yeah, um, <laughs> I think they're both very similar. I do feel like that, that you're closer to the field in the Chargers stadium or okay. the, the Rams Chargers stadium than you are with the with AT&T. But um, what I do want to say, though, is that, man, the Cowboy fans come out. Oh, my gosh. It was literally probably 85-15, I would say. Well, according – yeah. And, and I say right now, I say right now, there's three – there's three fans that listen to the show or they're going to listen to the show. I just want to bring up one guy's name is Norton from Portland, Oregon. Okay. This guy's awesome. He came down with his crew just for the game. You know what I mean? And they were flying back the next day. So I meant, and it's so, I love when people come into other stadiums, territories, you know what I'm saying? And usually a lot of those fans are the best fans when you think about it. Yeah. You know? yeah. They, could go, they could go to a, they had their choice of a home game or an away game and they chose an away game. Yeah. Exactly. And they don't even and, live there. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. So this kid, this kid right here, Norton, I see kid. He was, you know, he's a little younger than me. He was awesome. There's another, there's another girl I talked to. Her name was Renee. Um, and then uh, my brother's like, uh. I heard. And then uh, there's a, there's a, a friend of mine named Shannon Bailey who was there who came with her son Maddox. These are awesome, awesome cowboy fans. And um, I was just, and, you know, and oh, I can't forget Katie. I can't forget Katie from, and that's it from Marina Del Rey, Los Angeles. She didn't really make it clear where she was from. But her, I guess her her husband works for the Cowboys. Does oh, something cool. for him. Oh, cool. Very cool. cool. But um, anyway, she probably was like, "Get away from me, you're a creep." Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Cowboys traveling in packs. I almost went as far as to say, like, I've never been to a Cowboys road game. But then I'm sitting here, like, I go to the Giants Cowboys game exactly. every year. He, but I, but I do every year. I go to the Giants Cowboys game in Giant. Did, did, did you uh, did you spill your white claw on her? <laughs> so, <laughs> that's funny because I was drinking a white claw and getting made fun of. But no, you know what I don't like though. You know what I don't like. I don't What's like. That? What I noticed when I was leaving, because last time I went to the Cowboy Rams game, we got our ass, our butts kicked in in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Cowboy fans, L.A. Cowboy fans, man, were they mean? Like they they were starting fights with all the Charger fans. I mean, it was bad, man. Really? I went to a, dude, it was rough. I went to a Charger fan when I was walking back to the hotel that was with his girl, because his guy's like, "Yeah, you guys, what, what?" Like going up to him, like, "Guys, calm down." And these are these are cowboy LF. So I go, so I go to the Charger guy, <laughs> but I go to the Charger dude, and even this, this dude was like, "Guy, relax." Like, you know. And I said, yeah. I, I I told him, "Don't worry, I got." Like, I was like, "Don't worry, man, I got you." Like, I'm sitting here sticking up. For, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Ten tensions are high in LA. Yeah, I'm thinking, <laughs> but I'm, that, I'm like, I'm that. Like, dude, what are you? Why are you starting fights? Which we just won, right? Like, what are you doing? Oh, so this is post game. Yeah, I'm telling you, post game we won. Oh my god! So goodness. they're talking all this trash afterwards, and it's like, dude, you're not. You think Jerry Jones is going to bail you out if you go to jail? <laughs> like, it's just crazy. <laughs> and the guy's with his family, and I mean, that's leave that for the Eagle fans. Remember, we saw that when we were at the stadium that yeah. one Monday night game, bro. They were just they threw beer on a family. Yeah. So what am I? What am I getting into, uh, Keith? As I go to this Monday night football game with Brett, am I allowed to cheer, boo? Am I allowed oh, to do that stuff? Trying to or get us in an art because I'm telling you right now, <laughs> dude, I made friends with the whole section. They love yeah. me. I'm taking pictures with people. I had the best time ever. He's telling me to sit down whenever I'm getting up to cheer because I was, apparently I'm drunk. And I'm uh, all right. Well, he was, my brother was hammered, but that's all right. Don't worry whatever, dude. Yeah, whenever I'm, I'm drunk, hammer. I think I look great, and then I'm, I'm killing it. <laughs> I told, I told a video you, of bro, all he did was eat chili dogs and chili hamburgers. That's, and I'm not, I'm not even kidding you. He had like four of them. <laughs> telling me to sit down with his mouth full all the time. I'm like, it, it, oh man. All right. Well, I, I'm excited. So, <laughs> you get amped when you watch games. 
Me? Like, you scream and turn and be like, yeah, what's up? Like, dude, let's I go. Well, Brett's about to find out, isn't he? Because look, look how he's twitching right now. You see his head? Like, he, he <laughs> exaggerate, number one. All right. Well, listen, I'm hyped. We're both hyped. It's rivalry week. There is a couple things that obviously we got to get to uh, as far as on the injury front, COVID front, all this other crap. Like a lot of the people, uh, a lot of the money is heading towards Dallas. You know, people think that they're, you know, they're hitting a stride here with the, just the one win, but the the great performance against the Bucks, and then they win a game and then people are just like, okay, Can let's I- see if. I want to say something though, because we, we, we didn't, I know we're only going to recap the game because it's been beaten to death already. Right. I am so proud of our defense. Um, I think we play great. We got those turn. We 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 cause turnovers. But I will say, I don't know if this has been touched on yet. That was the worst officiating for both teams, man. Those ref I've seen this going on in a lot of games. The refs this year, they need to get it together, man. Did you they see get it did together. you did did you guys by any chance catch the Texans and uh Panthers Thursday watch- night football game? I was yeah. watching it on the plane. That that one ball they called an incomplete pass instead of a fumble. I'm like, and they didn't even like second guess it. They're like, ah, oh, it's an incomplete pass. I'm like, the ball got knocked out of Miles Davis's hand. It's not Davis, not Miles Davis, but it yeah, got out of right. da- David <laughs> Davis Mills's hands, and the ball just goes trickling out. And they're like, oh no, the the arm was going forward. I said, wait, what? Hold on, timeout. Like there was 20 penalties, I believe, was counted in the Dallas Chargers game. So that's just too much face time for these referees. Like, you gotta A, listen, let- man, they, they could have they could have ended the game. They, like, you know, we got lucky, they got lucky. You know, it's we we both got some awful calls. Yeah. And, and yeah. I think it's gross, man. And and they so really- being at the game myself, like I was telling you guys, I think in tax, man, I, it was very impressive to see the defense from an aerial view and seeing Good. how they swarm. A good thing um, I was a, a good thing I was in for in favor of the defense too the entire game right like according to that text I was like Randy but, quading the crap out of that game I was so yeah, mad at some point they couldn't look, get off the field it was my problem yeah did you see the stats though how evenly matched everything was yeah it was yeah. like four hundred total yards four hundred total it was like going completely down it was crazy I think our, our our rushing was more than them but it all equaled out I mean watching them play it was they're very I know Brett didn't agree with me on this. But they're very they're very similar. It's like they're both good teams trying to be great. Yeah, when they were so. playing each other, and it, and and, it, and that game could have went either way. Absolutely, could Justin have. Herbert well, I, is a stud. I'm telling you right now, he was dropping say, him in there, man. I didn't say that. I don't. Th- I think we have a higher talent level than they do. I don't think we're evenly matched. Yeah, um, I do think we're at the same place. Now we're, we're both on, on the rise, and and you know, in the preseason, I even said Chargers. I got them uh, uh, getting a wild card. I mean, it's like one of those sleeper teams. But my brother brought up a good point, too, which was a red flag, and we don't want to harp on it. Um, The two things that really bothered me, one was that clock management thing. That made no sense. Yeah, it's Uh, been addressed, I know. Yeah, and that's been beaten to death. But also, going for the pump block made no sense. It was an awful call that should have been a five-yard penalty. But the fact that we didn't set up for a return. Keith, yeah, Keith is Keith has been beating this like real good but over he's the right. course. He's he right. is. The special teams is definitely worrisome right now as far as all aspects of special teams. Greg Zerline, yes. Does he come up with the clutch game-winning yeah. kick? Sure, great. Are we trusting him on the next game? I'm not, not yet. Uh, you got to earn that trust. But like, as far as like punt coverage, kick coverage, kick return, punt return, nothing looks that good right now. Doesn't if not, it, it doesn't look good at all. And that's what's going to scare me because a game against the guys like Jalen Hurts, right? Like the Eagles are coming in here Monday night, and you know the 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 
you know, the word on the street on any NFL game is that field position is like number one. You know what I'm saying? And that's how we beat mm-hmm. some of these teams is that the field position kind of favored us. But we got to make sure we pin them and pin them deep and keep them down there. So Jalen Hurts has the crowd behind him yelling as far as loud as they can. And, you know, closer and closer to the end zone. We got to pin them deep. And the field position game is so pivotal. See, that, that stadium is not a home field advantage stadium when it comes it really, to crowd It really isn't. You're right. You're right. And, and that's. No, I agree. It's not it's not New Orleans. You know what I'm saying? It is a dome when they want it to be, but it's just too wide open where it does get loud. Don't get me wrong. I've heard it very loud there, but like on a constant basis, they're only reacting to like the big plays and stuff. So you really. But even then, it's it's, it's just so vast and you're so far up from off the field that it doesn't, you know, last time I was there before this, I was sitting at the art museum in the other room. I mean, it's just. <laughs> The, the the stadium to me is a little too much. <laughs> yeah, no, I but, agree. But um, uh, again though, uh, what I love about the attitude, I mean, I'm, uh, the team is is they know they're going to keep playing like this, and this is what I said in the beginning of the year. I think we all agreed on it, but it's going to cr- keep crescendoing, but it's going to crescendo with a chip on its shoulder, right? It's not like when we started getting arrogant. You know, we've seen what we've won when we were thirteen and three. We got a little arrogant. I, I don't see that. Not and, yet. And, and I don't think it's going to happen because these kids are too young. We have such a young team, man, defense-wise. So we, go ahead. Yeah, speaking of some of those younger guys, I mean, we are going to be without possibly, potentially, as we record this on Friday, there are is there there is room for tests uh, to, be, to come back the other way. Keanu Neal, uh, he can test negative in two times in a 24-hour period between now and then to suit up. Same thing with Bradley and Nye, who – popped up on the list today as a matter of fact so that's kind of late to me that one kind of worries me a little bit we're already going to be without Carlos Watkins we're going to be without Dorrance Armstrong those guys are already ruled out according to McCarthy so all of a sudden but Gregory's coming back Gregory's coming back and and statistically and historically he's had some seriously great games against the Philadelphia Eagles so I'm excited about that but now I do beg the question now with all this stuff going on with the defensive line you guys watched it Keith saw it in person we saw it on television Micah Parsons has been as advertised, if not better, right? So, like, they're able to shift him around and do whatever they want with him. Do you think it's a smarter play for him to play on the edge, like, across from Gregory and keep that pressure going on Jalen Hurts? Or do you think Jalen Hurts poses as too much of a running threat where we got to back him off the line a little bit and have him spy? I'll start with Brett. Uh, no, we, I say we keep – it depends if Neil's playing. Um, you know, cause that, that's a big deal as well. If, if he, if he could come up and play that linebacker spot as a safety, um, then maybe if he's not playing, then maybe we bring Micah back. But if I say, keep him on the edge and just keep putting that pressure on, I mean, you know, listen, pe- people, a lot, of, I mean, obviously younger people don't older people do, but you know, this is, this has always happened in the NFL. Like with Randy white, he was a linebacker, right. And then they moved him to the down line and then he just took off from there. Um, you know, that happens a lot where, and I think Keith brought that up. Like when, when you have injuries and people fit, fit into pieces, you discover those, those talents. And and I think, you know, Micah Parsons could be, I think this might be his home almost, you know what I mean? Like I said, is he's like an LT player. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of hype going around. Keith, how do you feel, man? Like you saw it live. You saw how fast he got around that edge plenty of times and flush Justin Herbert got his first NFL career sack, which is again, another weird call with the referees like blowing that dead. I don't know what the hell you were thinking, but uh, it's a sack in the record books. Um, Where do you think Micah Parsons fits best when it comes to this game against Jalen Hurts and the Eagles? 
Well, first of all, I, I had to uh, look up crescendo. <laughs> that, what does uh, that even mean? Uh, it means like, you know, when you drink one White Claw and then two, <laughs> and then three. I meant crescendo. I to feel buzz. Hold it, on, wait. <laughs> He's the actually... loudest point reached in a gradually increased sound. Okay. All right. Okay. 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 Brett with, okay. with John. Oh, Yo, you man, you just spit knowledge on this show. <laughs> by the way, <laughs> by the way, those videos, holy hell. Like, so, we'll, we'll have to make them right. see yes, the light of day. Michael Parsons, man. Wow. And it's so funny when he's, <laughs> when he's catching somebody, when he's like, like when he was coming after Herbert, he's a maniac. Like the way he's grabbing at him, it's like he's catching like 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 when Rocky's trying to catch the chicken. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I feel like a Kentucky Fried idiot. Exactly. That's <laughs> yeah. what he looks like, man. He doesn't stop. And what I love about him is what he said. He's like, look, don't worry about if I'm going to get tired. I mean, he didn't say it like this, but this is what he was saying. He's like, if I'm gonna not going to be 100%, I'm going to tell the coaches to take me out. He goes, but I want to play every play. Because because according to Micah Parsons, the lion is always hungry. <laughs> okay, so and that's and that's so only is, that's so only to be seen else. on hard knocks. And nah. so is somebody else. Nah, 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 nah. We got it. We got it. We know it's so, there. So here's my thing, really. Quick. So if Neal doesn't play, are we going to see more Jabril uh, Jabril Cox then? I mean, maybe I don't know. Uh, maybe we see. Uh, well, honestly, well, he, he might get some snaps, sure. But look, let's call how we see it. Gifford? Week one. Week one, I was very critical of Jalen Smith. Week two, he played okay. You know what I mean? Okay. So, and and so, Leighton Vander Esch is playing okay. So, if we're gonna put Parsons on the edge, you do have guys like see, Leighton Vander Esch. I, I, I think Vander Esch has been playing amazing. So here's my thing. That's, Better than okay. So I don't mean to cut you off, but seeing my game, seeing the game live, mm-hmm. obviously Marco, uh, Michael Parsons was the best. But my game ball would go to LVE. He was all. Bro, there's one where he filled the gap and they tackled him and it was a holding call on it. Yeah, he came yeah right I saw that. The, yeah, yes. and he, I mean, he looked right up at the ref like, hello. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, yeah. I mean, and you know how hard I've been on him. I mean, I've, right. I've created nicknames for him in our last <laughs> podcast. <laughs> right. I mean, but I love, I love when they prove me wrong and tell oh, me yeah. to F off. Well, bro, like I That's said, what man, I we, know they, we know they have it in them. And yeah. again, we've seen it. We've seen they have it in them. And you know, to 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 light a fire under his ass too was is phenomenal too. I mean, look, the kid's talented. We know that they could play ball. Um, you know, again, I don't want to get excited, but because this this could easily not go well for us too. Very you know, true. The, Very yeah, true. The Eagles it's are just not, always a it's always a recipe to be like, okay, we're going in there flying high. Here we go, and then no, all of a sudden, I meant, I meant I don't think we're going to lose by being unprepared or you know, Philly is still a good team. They're they're a better team than I thought they were. I mean, yeah. at least they're playing better. Yeah, Keith, Keith, what do you think about that? I know you just popped. Um, do you? I was saying that this is a game we could lose, and I don't mean out of arrogance. And I mean, I think Philly's a better team than than I thought they were. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, I'm the only one that said that in the beginning of the year. Well, I'm know. saying, but now the way they're playing, yeah, I mean, and- they're they're one and one. They got their one win against a really really piss poor Falcons team. So I'm like. And then they lost to the Niners in a game that was so quiet and subtle. Yeah, but, okay, it's like, but, but hold but, on, though, bro. You, the, these teams, there are teams that are playing well and teams that we thought were playing well that aren't playing well. This is the NFL in today's yeah. game. So, so, you know, we don't know. To say, go ahead. To say that, that, you know, I mean, the Falcons, I mean, yeah, I mean, look, they it was 25-24 against the Bucks in the fourth quarter with the Falcons. Yeah, but then they gave it, they literally handed that game to one of Silver Platter. Two and went, six. No, two no, pick sixes. That's what I'm saying. Tr- handed yeah, it I'm over. very upset about that. For other reasons, but I meant, you know, it's, it's, and you know, 49ers, they're not, they're, 
right now, if you look in power rankings, they're in the top five. And they're in the strong. game the whole time. And a lot of people are picking the Niners to beat the Packers, too. So, I mean, yeah, we'll, I mean saying, we'll see. What I'm trying to say is that, that this Philly team cannot be taken lightly at all. And this is probably – I mean, if you look, there's this is this isn't a stationary quarterback we're we're, mm -mm. we're facing. He's mm -mm. a very Kyler Murray type, and we saw what Kyler Murray did to us. Yeah. Okay. He has another he has another season under. I mean, he has one season under his belt already. Mm -hmm. He's not the same Jalen Hurts we faced last year. Right. Last season. Okay. Correct. It's it's very. I mean, I this game does scare me a lot. But once again, seeing the defense live, having different defensive players that we had last year, and having a new system. And I'm starting to trust it, which is good. This is going to blow you guys. Really good. Absolutely. This is going to blow you guys. Analogy, but go ahead. I was going to say, this is going to blow you guys away. But, I mean, we could say a million things about Trayvon Diggs and his play because he's been absolutely amazing. And he, he actually has five interceptions in his first 14 games in the NFL, which is nuts. But for the first time since 2007, right now, the NFL, the Dallas Cowboys lead the NFL in takeaways. Like well, We know this. I know, but it's just it just blows my mind considering where we were last year and where we are now. You know, here's my streak. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I take. I was. Try, I think I mentioned this to Brett. Don't we have like, um, like the most games in a row right now with a turnover? I mean, if you date it back to last year, last yeah, year maybe. I mean. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Possibly. I don't know. I don't know. But go ahead, bro. We're Brett, what's your oh, analogy? This is my analogy. My analogy. He's a philosophizer. That, that this is a one-on-one -on -one fight. Now, what does that mean? That means like I used to say, look, if I'm getting jumped, I know I'm going to lose. But I'm, if I take one or two out, I win, right? Even though I know. But if I'm going one-on-one -on -one with somebody that's that, you know, this is a one-on-one -on -one fight. What I meant is we were supposed to lose to, to Tampa and we wrapped them in the mouth and, you know, we went down swinging, but we lost. It was like Rocky we won. <laughs> we ended up hitting this one because people didn't think we were going to win against San Diego. So we, we did this one right now is, is a one-on-one -on -one. like now this is going to see if, if we really have a good team or not. And you know, if, if we have a good, good coaching staff, you know, does this make sense or no? Yeah, no, I no ab absolutely yeah. does. Yeah. And, and like this, this is the kind of thing where you you got to, and I'm not calling Philly a bad team, but I got it's like the Dallas Cowboys are home. They're home opener, high energy in the building. Their team has already been touted to be a lot better than they were last year already, and that's only two weeks of football. So I'm thinking if this team is going to really hype us up and this, and we're going to get like behind these guys, they got to beat the brakes off the Eagles, not well, just like I don't mean beat. The, I, we got to play good football. We we don't beat the brakes off them. We got to beat. We have to play solid, good team football. We're not going to beat the brakes off the Eagles. It's not going to happen. I agree a hundred percent. Okay. But you could, but you still are a good. Listen, man. Like I said, it's it ain't happening, dude. It, we're still a good team, and they're still a good team. But yeah, this is going to see how gr good our defense is, or how. I mean, our offense has been playing great. I think now Dak see, is, Dak's you on say, a whole other level. You say the offense. Uh, do, does the Amari Cooper cracked rib uh, scare you guys at all? Apparently, he is going to go. He's going to wear a flak jacket. He's going to get all the necessary padding and stuff. I've never cracked a rib before. I know you guys are more active in the in the sport of football than I am. I I don't know how that how you do that, or is it like something that just hurts to the touch? I don't know. Yeah, it's but, awful. 
All right, so it's awful, and this guy's gonna play. So I that never play. I had a. I have a. I'll show you. It's it's disgusting. Oh, but um, <laughs> I I my rib. Uh, I, I mean, it's just it's excruciating pain when you breathe in. Um, but if if he's if he can go, he can. Go. I mean, Romo played a whole game with a with a cracked, a broken rib and a punctured lung. Yeah. I yeah. Know. Well, hey, listen. So uh, obviously, Gallup is out again. We'll we'll readdress that as he gets closer. But it's it's the Amari Cooper and Ceedee Lamb show with a sprinkle of you know Cedric Wilson and Noah Brown. So and the, and the hey, tight Cedric ends play great too, man. Cedric's playing good. He's fast. He's quick. Uh, I love. Listen, I love being able to go to the line on a third and and medium, third and like five, third and six, right? And like back in the day when Witten was playing, we were like, this ball's going to Witten. You know what I mean? Like, this ball, you're going to find him. I think the Dallas Cowboys have two guys they can do that with, and that's Dalton Schultz and Blake Jarwin. I think they're exactly. really coming into their own right now at tight end, and that's a really exciting thing considering you got all these weapons on the outside. You and, got and, the- don't, and don't forget, too, man. I mean, again, I know this is this – and the, the controversy needs to stop, but Tony Pollard coming in, um, I mean, dude, we have so many good, solid – weapons yeah right i i, I was going to bring that up consistent uh, consistent all, weapons all week long there's been well not really not really all week long but like as soon as as soon as the game was over on sunday you know there was a lot of conversations going around twitter and cowboys twitter and people like that saying you got to give tony pollard the ball a little more and i said you know i was like you know i don't think these guys are are, are prepared the, and when I say guys, I mean like most other Cowboys fans. I, I don't know if these guys are prepared to have two functioning, good running backs behind, you know, behind Dak Prescott. It's allowed. It's okay. You know what I'm saying? Like it's 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 a it's a luxury. Well, yeah, but my whole thing is is they need to they got to stop this whole. We've been through this before, and these are people that do not understand the game. They well, really remember. don't. And I don't or mean the co- and they have a short term memory as well. It's like, come on, just stop with. They're not concentrating on Tony Pollard. And I will bring up Troy Hamburg again. When Cowboy fans turned against Emmett Smith and said, oh, it's Troy Hamburg's turn. He's washed up. Blah. And that actually happened. Okay. Stop with that garbage. Just be happy with what we have. It's coming after Zeke the way they are and trying to, oh, he's well, not as good. He's losing his step. You can't. No. Zeke is still the better running back. And there's nothing wrong with having Tony Pollard come in and take four or five carries as well. Yeah, I mean, he's doing. Yeah, Look, what, here's a, here's a good example. You think if Zeke was out on that screen, that that would have worked the way it did with Tony Pollard? They're different you know running backs. About? They're different running backs, and that's why it's I think even it's not that. They're not gonna. They're not concentrating. They're not, they're not game planning. They're not keying on him. That's well. That's, that's I was just. Better. I was just gonna. Something else I wanted to bring. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say that. At, at, in that same token, I was just gonna say, you're never gonna like Zeke sees stacked boxes. Zeke sees that. You're not going to see them stack boxes when Tony Pollard's in the backfield. That's not happening. You know what well, I mean? He, That's definitely he, not happening. And on defense, let's let's go on the other side of the ball. The fact that Randy Gregory's back, this is another reason why I want Mark Micah Parsons at that end. Because look, Micah is, is going to start to des- he's going to start to to demand having a ring back or an extra blocker on hand. That's going to leave one of those two free. Correct. So, you know, either Randy Gregory is going to blow it up, which I think he will this game. I think he's – I really do. I mean, he's got a, he's, he's fresh legs right now. Well, <laughs> you know, he was he was our best defensive player until Micah Parsons. I'm going to hold you to that, bro. Well, it's either going to be – if they're, they're either got to double up on Parsons or or put put the back, spy back on him, right, or they got to do it on Gregory. They can't do both. All right, so, and bro, the, who would you have as the spy on Jalen if you were the coach? And you were if I was – uh, You mean on Jalen Hurts? 
Yeah. No, I'm talking about edge rushing. I'm not talking. About I know. Edge. I know. I'm just saying. I know. I'm just saying. I, I said if Neil, if it, if it was Neil, if Neil was playing, that would be my guy. It wouldn't be Parsons. No, I, I'd rather have him at the end. I mean, you can always make that adjustment, you know, at game time. But and they might have then, to. And they because, might have to make. Listen, we, we don't have uh, what's his name. We're 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 down to like five defensive sure. linemen. Yeah, I know mm-hmm. the rotation. You know I mean? the, the rotation is a little uh, a little now, weak this week. Now again, if Dorrance Armstrong was healthy, um, then I would say it, it could change things up. But we still need to get that pressure on him, man. Keep keep flushing him out of the pot. It, it'll be fine. I mean, I dude, mean, don't forget either, man. Uh, Curse has been Curse has been playing great. Um, Dude, we got some we got some ballers back there, man. They got guys that can kind of hold their hold their guys. And look, the Eagles poised the problem of having multiple deep threats. You know, like Devonta Smith, the, the rookie, uh, he's coming in there. He's been making some plays along with Jalen Rager, and and of course you got Dallas Goddard, uh, who's been a thorn in our side pretty much as long as he's been in the league. It's so like same as, as Zach Ertz. Dude, I, so so they have so they have problems. Is Deshaun Jackson on their team too? No, Deshaun Jackson's over in L.A. He's, uh, oh, he's, right, he's, Keith, really yeah. quick, though. This reminds me again, man, and I hate doing the comparisons, but when Dallas, when we were watching him in the early 90s, I remember, the, I, I don't know if it was Isaac Holt. I know James Washington and Thomas Everett. We had like mm-hmm. three safeties that could just knock and, and get to the ball. And yeah. and I, I kind of feel we have that now. Yeah. I mean, you know, you know I mean? yeah, they're hitting now, man. No. I mean, like I said, I mean, this is one of the better defenses I've seen. Dude, Curse has been Curse has been playing phenomenal, man. You got Running it. Up. Yeah. I mean, and we're, we're we're picking the ball off. Like I said, the turnovers being being the fact that we can even talk about that kind of stuff, one year removed from being, you know, one of the worst defenses in football. And now all of a sudden we're first in, forcing turnovers. And I would say this. Uh, as far as guys that can hold their men, that's what's going to be the problem. So if you do flush out Jalen Hurts and he goes on the run, that's where I think Jalen Hurts could be most difficult to, to, to deal with. If you make him pass in the pocket, right, I think we have a better shot to Absolutely. make him make, make some be- uh, really bad decisions. That. He's not that tall. Exactly. So but, he's going to have to really – Listen, go he's gonna, his legs can beat us. No, I agree with you. That's but, the problem. But, so, but we, we want to chase him out of the pocket because eventually it's, it, it, you're not going to win a game with a running quarterback constantly. Well, I don't you know, know, bro. I mean, Lamar Jackson. Might Lamar Jackson. Eh, we'll see. Because well, Lamar, Lamar Jackson was... still can't throw to me. What are you <laughs> so, talking oh, stop! About, dude. I don't. I don't like Lamar you, Jackson at all. I know you're you do. Nuts. He's a beast, bro. He's a beast. But yeah, I will Lamar say Jackson this: is a, is a great, and he's from Broward County. So. And you know, and, and, and I will say this, guys. Do you know? Mm-hmm. I'm assuming since the practice was as good as they say it was this week for the Dallas Cowboys, you know who probably served as Jalen Hurts on the practice field, right? <laughs> Mr. Ben Denuch. Oh, absolutely. He's the fastest. Horrible. He's the fastest quarterback they have on the roster. So maybe they had him run Cedric around. Wilson back there. <laughs> oh yeah, well, yeah. Put our wide receiver three as their starting quarterback to run yeah, around. That, right. That's smart. So, but anyway, I will no, say no, this. Listen again. I, I don't mind if, if if they got him flushed out of the pocket. He's not going to listen. I, I, again, I, I'd rather keep him in. Eagles are. I see uh, what you're saying, bro. But I'd rather just. Oh, so I'm saying him. you would rather not put pressure on him just so he doesn't so he doesn't run? Well, I mean, I want pressure on him, but I just want it to be in the from the outside. I want the yeah, I, want, I don't want him to get outside. He's going to have to step up, and that's where that spy comes in. So you have to really worry about who's going to be in the middle to watch if he decides to take off. Now I will say this, great game, bro. but yeah, it is. That's what I was going to say too. Don't game. don't don't do this, Starchy, which you were doing on the last one. What Th- these? This is still good <laughs> offenses and great. The defense is going to give it up. They're going to get some big plays, Philly. 
I know. It doesn't know. mean we suck. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but I will say this. Uh, the According to the Eagles injury report on Friday, Jordan uh, Melada, their starting offensive tackle, did not practice. It, it may That might be a thing. They're down a couple linemen as it is. Uh, they're down the, their starting guard. Yes, they're down a couple guys, and they lost Brandon Graham on the defensive end. So the Eagles are coming in here a little hobble, just like Dallas, on multiple fronts. So it's a very even game. Well, that's I what gotta, I said. We're going to see that all over the league. There's, also, Friday practice, Fletcher Cox did not practice for the Eagles. I mean, that's probably like a rest thing, uh, like a veterans day off kind of deal. But again, they're beat up. You know, we'll see if we match up. I have to ask you guys this because you guys are king of you guys are the kings of like seeing if something's generic or something is just like whatever. That's cool. All right. So Nick Seriani shows up to his press conference the other day with a beat Dallas shirt on. Right. Right. Do you guys like does that fire you up at all? Or is it just like you're a cornball? Don't even worry about it. No, to me, I don't think he's brand new coach, brand new coach. That's what I, bothers me. You know what? I got my Keith. What's your take on that? Keith is on the uh, he's got uh, one of the uh, little Ernst is over there. So oh, but, okay. uh, one of my nieces is yeah, one of your nieces is in the house. So <laughs> there she, I would there she say goes. that I would uh, say yeah, go ahead, bro. You go. I first would say uh, it doesn't. I actually kind of like it. You do. <laughs> Yeah, I, All right. I, All I right. think it's kind of because he's a younger guy, too. I mean, you know what I mean? I mean, he's getting into it. He's trying to get the Eagle fans on his side. I, I see what he's trying to do, and I don't think it's going to make any kind of difference. But I, 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 I don't think saying, it was generic. I kind of I kind of like I would do something like that. If I well, was a cowboy, if I was a cowboy head coach, I definitely would come like, you know, beat the Washington football team shirt or, mm-hmm. you know, something like that. I, I would do okay. something like that. See, right. I, think it's more I, of told, a younger, I told Keith this a long time ago the coach of the Dallas Cowboys and I don't know if they do this or not I didn't see it on hard knocks I sent them in and I played them a video in the history of the team and what we went through and you know who our who our rivals were and just watching those old school players the way they fought and left it on the field and tell them they're part of this legacy what this coach is doing which I do respect is he's letting he's trying to bring back that old school feeling. But it, I think the fans have it more than the players do. They don't really hate each other. I agree like, 100%. Like, I mean, like, there's been a know. couple guys that came out there and said they don't like uh, Zeke Elliott already came out and said he, he, he dislikes Philly the most. I mean, that's just, that's just, but that's just no. And to know, where did the Marco Murray go? To Philadelphia. Yeah. Okay. And, and when he rushed against the Cowboys, the final, he, the next year he rushed for two yards. Remember but that? Listen, yeah, dog, that listen, man, a lot of that has to do with a lot of the fans talking smack, smack, right? But the way the players were back then, if you ever watched that thing on, on the Dallas Cowboys, uh, on their the top Dallas Cowboys and top NFL players, when they get to Randy White, what's his name? Uh, was it Mark? I forget, Mark May? I forget the offensive lineman that was yeah. for the Redskins that just kept giving him his props but refused to say he liked them. That's yeah. good. That's old school right? mentality. That's yeah. that old school rivalry. What that coach was doing is trying to, to bring that back a little uh, I don't. I don't think the players give a sh- crap today in today's day. And the in the image and the day of Instagram and personal branding. Mm-hmm. You know, like the whole thing when the you got eleven guys in the end zone when you recover a fumble. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just stop, they're doing they're, they're doing the Rockettes oh, over there, just yeah. like, yeah. like taking like. Yeah, it's so generic. <laughs> oh my god! Don't de- don't mean, get me started. You recovered a fumble, and then. We haven't had a sack in like three years, and, and, <laughs> and Vander Vanderhaus is howling again. It's like, dude, stop. Act like you've been there before. I agree. I hold that's old school mentality, but the, I agree with that. Now, look, uh, that's so your generation's little start. Oh yeah, my generation. So 
And by the way, Zeke Elliott's last 100-yard rushing game was against the Philadelphia Eagles. So let's let's hope that maybe that turns the tide there and we control the clock. So it's See, time. I, I have a prediction. I, I I think Zeke goes off this game. I think he's going to – if he does, it's going to really start to, like, say people like, okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, I, I'm sorry. I, like, I feel my brother gearing up. Um, <laughs> he's getting ready to call me next week. All right. So no, I will – All right. Zeke so is, no, I agree. It's 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 that time of the show where we're gonna make some predictions. All right. Obviously, Keith brought us some good luck on the road. Me and Brett will be in the house on Monday night football. I'll start with Keith. Do do the Dallas Cowboys get to home open? Uh, you know, they open up Jerry World, they got the ring ceremony, they got all this atmosphere, they're in prime time again. Uh, do the Dallas Cowboys get it done in their home opener against the Philadelphia Eagles? Okay, so what you just said means absolutely nothing. That's not they true at all. They don't care about the ring. They don't. Bro, do you realize when the triplets were inducted to the Ring of Honor, we lost to Washington in the last seconds? Uh, I don't remember that, but yeah, all right. that, <laughs> the, last thing, the last game Dude, in Texas. Do you Stadium realize the last game in Texas Stadium I was at and froze my ass off? And is that is uh, that the Ravens? Yeah, it was the Ravens. Yeah, that was so rough. All, what you just said means absolutely nothing. So I got a I bad bad saying, bar fight that night. But, okay. but here's the thing. I know you brought that up before. So. <laughs> Here's the thing, okay? None of that has anything. Look, and I brought up the Chargers. I, I that's why I picked us. I did pick us to lose against the Chargers. I was the only one here. Um, but the thing with the Chargers is, is we didn't beat them since, like I said, since Drew Brees was their quarterback. Okay. Mm -hmm. And bro, I don't know if you remember this. You know that the Chargers ruined our Thanksgiving, but I forgot all about this, and I didn't bring it up. <laughs> Do you remember how the the Chargers? And this is why I'm you, I'm you, Search. When you're like. You're like, yeah, I'm having a baby boy, which is a blessing. That's why uh -huh. we're going to win the Super Bowl. That means nothing, <laughs> okay? The Chargers beat our ass. Hey, yo, talking about my unborn kid here. The Chargers Take it beat our ass on our on our on my daughter, my first daughter, Andy Joe Ernst. Her baptism, <laughs> baptism. Me and Brett are watching the San Diego Charger game yeah, as the guys is walking down the. All right, we got our butts kicked. <laughs> they don't. The universe does not care about stuff like that. So everything oh, man. you're saying with oh, this dude. person's getting a ring, that person's getting a statue, <laughs> it doesn't matter. All right. doesn't, that yeah. being said, I think the Eagles are a lot better still than people think. They're still not getting the respect that I think maybe they should. They might be the best team in the NFC East. I know you you guys don't want to hear this. I know. I no, know. That's okay. I, I Listen, hey, bro, I'm not. I'm, I'm, a I'm hearing it. Bro. I'm hearing it. I will say. The reason we're going to win, if this was in Philly, I would take Philly. Okay. And I think Philly has a better home Weird. field advantage. Weird. So, wait, 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 well, hold wait, on. Wait, let me finish. Wait, wait. All right, go I ahead. don't think we have a good home field advantage in Dallas. I think it's more neutral. Mm -hmm. Okay. But I take the Dallas Cowboys only because we're home right now. And if you're in Vegas, I take the Eagles with the three and three and a half. I take if it's three and a half, take the Eagles because we're not winning by more than a field goal. No, oh, I can't. I don't know if I can sit through another last second field goal win. I don't know happen, if my heart dude. could take it's it. Happen. I'm telling you, it's gonna be all a right. Good game, so, but you're picking, but you're picking the Cowboys. Absolutely. All right, Brett, where are you at with this game? We're gonna be right, in, the, in the house. It's gonna be uh, you, ring I ceremonies. Do I gotta I keep doing this. Yeah, <laughs> There's a ring ceremony. Let me let me get to it. Go ahead. First of all, I know you guys broke my balls about what I said. It's the way we lose to Tampa. It might be a, a, a better thing if we lost because – and I didn't think in the beginning we were going to lose to San Diego even though I changed my mind at the end because of the way they played. I'm telling you right now, the worst thing that could happen to this team is if we blow the Eagles out. We want to win. 
right? But in order to keep that crescendo, we need to we're going I think we're going to win the game. I think Keith's right. It's going to be very close. I do not see us beating the brakes off the Eagles. And again, they're just as hungry too, man. I mean, you know, we were all embarrassed last year. That whole division was embarrassed. And okay. and you know, Jalen is in his first year. He's playing well. I think it's going to be a close game. I don't want us to blow them out. I think if we blow them out, then we start getting stupid, right? And and I think I think we need to get keep getting punched in the face. But again, this is a one on one fight. This is uh you know, one of our biggest bullies in the schoolyard. And and this is this it's going to be a good game. But I, I think the Cowboys should win this game. Okay, well, well, you but guys are be close. You guys are on the it'll be close uh, train right now. Look, the Cowboys showed a lot of offense in that first game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the best defense in football, right? And then they go out and they play San Diego. It's San game uh, one. It's game uh, one. Understood. And then Los Angeles, uh, we go into L.A. We didn't play the best. We didn't play the best scoring offensive game, but we did put up a lot of nice yards on the ground. We finally showed some balance, right? This is the game that it all comes together for the Dallas Cowboys. I, I truly, truly believe that after watching what they've done in two oh, games, God, Keith. in two games, I know you guys are all like, this is crazy. I, I, I totally oh, understand. Search. I'm going to, I'm going to be in, I'm going to be tugging on, uh, tugging on Brett's shirt the entire time, the entire game. Like, look, they're about to score again. Look, I think the Cowboys offense is high powered. I think they're going to show it. I think Dak Prescott's going to do it in front of the world. And I think that with Jimmy Johnson, Cliff Harris and Drew Pearson in the house with everybody there, big ambiance, old me, old Cowboys, old triplets would have lost this game no matter what, no matter who was there. Right, let, let me this, ask this new Cowboys team, I haven't even made my damn pick yet. Hold on. Right, so the Cowboys will go head-to-head -head with the Eagles, and they're going to go shot for shot for a little bit, but they're going to pull away at the end. I got the Cowboys winning 34-20. That's where I'm at. 14-point right. win. All right. But Brett, but Brett doesn't want to blow him out. So I no, I don't want to. <laughs> I see, I, I see I, his point. I see his point. I get, I no, I get it. I get it. I, gotta just still, like, you got to still play with that chip. And the only way you play that chip is if you still feel you're not good enough. Now, the other thing I'm going to say to you, little Sturch, is this. Okay. I'm going to buy you ice cream when we get there. Okay? Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to take care of little Sturch. <laughs> yeah. But no, for real. Um, let me ask you this question. If you were in, how old are you? 36. All right. When you were 23, would you be years ago? Sure. And, and let's say you're playing for, for the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. Is your heart beaming with pride if they were giving an award ceremony to say Mel Renfro, um, Don Meredith, and Walt Garrison? So you're saying that the younger kids don't really care? They don't, they are so far removed Sorry. from them. They're, they're so Hard far removed down. from them. They're Quincy Carter, man. They're Terrell Owens. Now, if Terrell Owens was there and was getting indicted, even though, you know, again, I'm just using an example of a cowboy of that era that they were kids and watched, or a Marion Barber, I would probably say, yeah, they are so far removed. They, the last time these guys played, these kids weren't even born, dude. They could care less. Yeah, they're not cowboy anything. fans, bro. If they were cowboy fans, but they're not. Even, no, I'm saying we're cowboy fans. Do you think we'd be as excited, again, if Walt Garrison was getting a ring? Or if you know if if Chuck Howley was going in, I mean Drew Pearson. Drew Pearson's your favorite player. You're not. No, I know what he's saying. I know what he's saying. We didn't see Walt Garrison and Chuck Howley. They didn't see any of these guys play. That's all I'm saying. Like to him, it's just you know, it's it's like when you meet an older person and you're being respectful. There's no now. I'll tell you right now. If I'm 23 years old and I'm playing middle linebacker for the Dallas Cowboys and Randy White 
and Drew Pearson and Tony Dorsett are getting indicted. You bet your you bet your ass I'm gonna play my butt off for them but, because I, that's who I grew up watching. Exactly. These guys didn't grow up watching any of these kids. They don't even know. They just know Troy Aikman's an announcer. True. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Can you imagine? Hey, once upon a time, this guy was an actual quarterback. What a couple <laughs> Super Bowls. So, I mean. It's 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 crazy right now. I, I listen. I picked the Cowboys. You guys are riding with the Cowboys, but don't think it's going to be as convincing. We're all we're fine. We're all picking the Cowboys this week. I think I just they got, don't want us to win that way. I want us to win. You want a hard fought? Get out of town. Fought, like let's right. do it. No injuries, even on both sides. I mean, you know, if you you don't want to give them a look, yeah. But I want yeah. no no injuries, and I want us to 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 play good solid football, good clock management, good special you know, teams decisions. Not this like, is. That's what yeah. scares me. But you know what? You know what I realized is that uh, uh, Crescendo would make like a really cool band name, right? Like huh? a grudge, like like a grudge band, like a Nirvana, well, no, it like wouldn't. Crescendo. I'll tell you why? Because it's why? an actual musical term. So if you're going to do a band name, it's got to have some type. Why of can't have a musical term to a, for a band name? Because it, they usually those types. I mean, that of even bands, makes more sense. Right? No, that's <laughs> you don't get it. They they like being ironic. And don't you think? So, don't, yeah. They, they would right. like they would use a name that has nothing to do with music. All right. Well, look, it's it's we're here. It's Dallas. It's Philly. It's Monday Night Football. It's the Jersey Boys podcast. As Brett Ernst boards his uh, elevator right now, as he's about to head out for his first show. If you can cut off, don't worry about it, Brett. No worries. But for Dave Sturgeo and of course America's fan Keith Ernst and Brett Ernst, let's go Cowboys. Get this dub on Monday night. Make sure it's a hard fought win. Don't blow anybody out. Just make sure it's a hard fought win, and we'll get to two and one, and we'll be in sole possession of first place in the NFC. Crescendo. <laughs> See you guys later.